Welcome to Networks for Training and Development's Employment for All podcast. I am your host, Joe Murphy. This podcast is dedicated to real work and real pay for all citizens. Today is April 15, 2020. Today's virtual employment forum is in response to the COVID-19 outbreak. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm so appreciative of everybody taking the time to join us this afternoon. Uh, as you know, we have not been able to facilitate our bi-monthly employment forum meetings in the office, office due to COVID-19 pandemic. And so we've been meeting here on a weekly basis. And for those of you who are joining us for the first time, welcome. Uh, for the rest, I think we've been getting some information out there uh, a sharing information that's been useful to you and today will not be an exception. We're just inviting you to make certain that when uh, whatever contribution or information you choose to share with us, that you would kind of make it more so on a positive note because we're looking that uh, to share information that's going to be encouraging, kind of enlightening, and definitely on a positive side. Um, without further ado, I guess we'll just go ahead and I'll get um, join back in uh, later on toward the end of the meeting, but we'll uh, introduce our facilitator, Teresa Cody from Networks. Hi, everyone. Thank you again for joining us today. As Chris noted, my name is Teresa Cody with Networks for Training and Development. We are so happy to host these forums with support from IDS in efforts to support employment services for individuals, staff, providers, especially amidst COVID-19. Let's take a moment to center ourselves. Take a moment right now to breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth. Take this time to remind yourself of what you do have control of. Maybe that is taking this moment to breathe, or maybe it's when you take time and get dressed in the morning or get exercise or maybe it's a matter of taking time to stretch. Check in with yourself throughout the day, even if simply to take a minute to practice this. Maybe you remember your breath when you're in your car between customers or after you get home, take your shoes off and wash your hands. Before we dive into today's topic, we wanted to remind everyone of the highlights on Fill It On The Job's Instagram, such as COVID-19, and get hired. I am going to briefly share on the screen what this looks like. So if you're familiar with Instagram, there are highlights and we have highlights noted as get hired, COVID-19. You can press these highlights and from there it will share with you um, information that is, is being shared to try to help everyone stay up to date as to what is going on right now. There is also a new press release from Social Security about COVID-19 and the economic impact payments for Social Security and Supplemental Security Income beneficiaries from Social Security Commissioner 
um, you can find out more information on the ssa.gov website. For the specific website regarding COVID-19, you can go to www.socialsecurity.gov coronavirus. And that will be the way that you can stay updated on this information. We would also like to take this time to remind you of the Phila on the Job website. On www.philaonthejob.org, you can scroll down to view under featured links, multiple items and areas of content that have been created to support you, your team, and those you support during this time. As a reminder, please make sure that your mic is muted. So we continue to seek how we can support you all during this time. So please connect with us. Chris from IDS is reaching out to Philadelphia area providers to check in. If you're not sure if we have your contact information or if you are outside of Philadelphia County Services, please use the chat function to connect with one of Network's staff to share that information. Network staff are Joe Murphy, Michelle Sparling, Nikita Arnett, or myself, Teresa Cody. Today's topic is career exploration. So we are going to welcome Andrea Consigny, Chelsea Lutz, and Kate Schultz from SPIN. So Chelsea, Andrea, and Kate, thank you for being here. I am going to go ahead and pull up the document that you shared with us. Great, thank you. So thanks, Teresa. This is Chelsea from SPIN alongside with Andrea and Kate. Um, and today we wanted to talk a little bit about how we're um, continuing career exploration during this time of COVID-19. So we just put together a list of some of the ideas that we came up with and we're hoping to kind of hear from everyone about what you guys have been doing to continue the positive and forward momentum of employment. So some of the things that we've done is obviously we know a lot of people right now are out of work which leaves them with some free time, but there's still people who are experts in, in different industries and businesses. So we've created a list of professionals who are available for virtual informational interviews. We've already done some with someone in childcare, the employment specialist and the person in service. So that's been a nice way to kind of facilitate those types of conversations. We've also included a link here, Career One Stop, that is a great resource that we found that shows a lot of different um, businesses and videos and different things. One of the best things there is there is probably like a couple hundred or more career video videos that show like if someone wanted to work in a hairdresser. It shows what you do as a hairdresser, the hiring climate, the type of work environment you work in, um, and just a lot of other highlights about different jobs and industries. So people are able to really see in action virtually what people do in different careers. So that's kind of helped continue career exploration. Um, I think it's also showed people to take a step away from maybe jobs that they've traditionally thought of, like um, at a fast food place or Walmart or something, and help them to really expand their goals. Additionally, we found um, an employment game. We learned about this from an APSI call 
Um, the link is there. And that is a, a game that people can play interactively with their employment specialists. If you have the ability to share a screen, then um, you can play the game and it leads lead you through different work scenarios so that people can, you know, beyond just talking to their employment specialist, they can do some hands-on activities to kind of continue their career exploration. Also, we've just been trying to review employment goals with people and then reevaluate and realign goals during this time of COVID-19. Um, we want to make sure that if their goal is no longer able to be um, worked on, if you know, the an industry or a business is closed, how do we, you know, reevaluate and, you know, get our goals in line with the time now. And then, you know, hopefully post COVID-19, we'll be able to kind of jump back into the different employment goals. Kate, do you want to talk about updating sure. resumes and things sure. like that? Hi, everybody. Um, so we, uh, our team is definitely taking this time um, to go through all of the people that we support and update resumes. It's just been a really nice time to, you know, as we're kind of, you know, working remotely to go through ensuring that, you know, everybody has the most updated information that we're capturing, you know, all of the jobs that that person had worked at. We're, you know, updating language, so it's more uh, active and, um, you know, updating our formatting as well to make sure it's a little bit more modern looking. In addition to doing like your traditional resume, we're also uh, creating visual resumes for the majority of people that are developing. And that's kind of been a fun activity for the uh, employment specialists and the people that they support to, you know, like Chelsea mentioned earlier, while they're talking about reviewing employment goals and they're reevaluating those goals, they're, you know, taking screenshots of those FaceTimes or they're sending videos back and forth to each other to uh, for the employment specialist to then plug into the visual resume, whatever format that they're using. Again, we're, you know, looking back at past leads and following up with those leads um, or creating plans to follow up with those leads once we're kind of back out in the community. Yeah, so um, another thing that we've been trying to do is review and write employment-focused social stories to kind of help with the job development process. I think one of the things we've realized the most is that momentum for employment is um, so important right now and continued motivation. So we're really trying to, you know, engage in conversations with people that are going to continue that positive momentum even in this challenging time. So social stories have been a way to kind of help us have those conversations and then keep people um, excited and motivated about employment, um, even while they're not able to kind of be in the community really connecting with employers in that way. Um, we've also been doing a lot of interview prep and some mock interviews. Um, and I think we have plans to um, have people who the person doesn't know conduct a mock interview. So it's a little bit more authentic um, or having different managers from our organization and our HR managers and trying to just kind of have different faces to make people a little bit more comfortable with interviews, mock interviews, and then also maybe also video interviews. And as we talked about a little bit before, just the relationship building is so important right now. And, you know, people are out of their normal routines. They're not seeing their friends or support people who they really value. So just continuing our relationship building um, has been really important. So we're just trying to continue with that, making sure that we see people, that we're able to have some time um, with FaceTime or 
Google Duo or however we can connect so that people can see us and know that we're still there to support them. Yeah, just to kind of piggyback off of what uh, Chelsea was saying that, you know, we've seen a lot of our staff, you know, start to connect, I think, a little bit more deeply with the people that they support. I think they're sharing a little bit more of, you know, things that they like. You know, we had somebody, for instance, was really excited to show off his like WrestleMania belt, championship belt. And I don't think that was something that we previously knew about that person that, you know, he had this um, you know, this like for wrestling. I mean, I know it's not exactly employment related, but it does kind of go into, uh, you know, what makes this person up. So, yeah. We've just been also trying to encourage a lot of research. I think a lot of businesses are showing a lot about their culture and their hiring practices and, you know, just kind of where they stand um, with COVID-19. I think some businesses are going to really flourish right now. I think we're going to see some businesses really struggling. Um, so I think it's a good time for to do some research on business and kind of get a pulse on what does the future look like for their hiring? What is their COVID response been? Um, and then also taking a peek at their social media accounts or how they're, what kind of information they're putting out so that we can know a little bit more about their culture, their mission, their community outreach. Um, and, you know, I think we do the best when we help people find jobs that are in line with the missions that we have supporting people and supporting communities. So I think we're able to see that pretty clearly right now. And then, you know, as always, just keeping open communication with people, really talking with their families about their careers and their goals and keeping going with our routine. So we've been trying to meet with people weekly. If we can, some people have requested twice a week, three times a week, as much as possible, because it's really important that they're continuing to um, explore their goals. And now even more than ever that they can't go out, it's, you know, this is a time of really focused attention on themselves and bettering themselves, which we've seen really go a long way. So those are some of the things that we've been doing. So Andrea is going to lead us in a little bit of a discussion. Hopefully we can hear from everyone on the call about some things that you guys have been doing. Yeah, thank you, Chelsea and Kate. That was great. So we kind of wanted to also take the time to hear what you guys are working through. I'm sure a lot of us are having similar struggles and often I've found really great resources um, from someone else's similar situation. So would anyone like to share something that they're dealing with right now or a question that they have and hopefully we can use our community here to help provide resources and strategies. And we don't necessarily even know need to go in order of the discussion points we had. I'll read them out for anyone who's on the phone. Um, so the first was what are some struggles that you have experienced with career exploration during COVID-19? Have you found any strategies that helped you overcome barriers? And I think one of our biggest struggles, um, many people we support do not have access to Wi-Fi or updated technology. Does anyone have suggestions or resources for lack of technology and still provide high quality job development services? So we have some people who are just using a landline or a very simple cell phone. Um, and we need to be able to keep that engagement and support up, even though we might not be able to see them face-to-face -face and use any, you know, FaceTime or Google Duo or something like that. 
Hi, it's Teresa. So I just wanted to hop on that I recently remembered about free conference calls. So for those who are using landlines, um, you can use the free conference call option if you have the need to have more than one person. Um, and that might be a way to help facilitate any sort of informational interviews or virtual via, you know, old school landlines. Um, so I just wanted to be sure to share that. So while we're waiting for others, this is Joe Murphy with Networks trying to moderate here, but I have a question. So I'm going to step out of that role. One of the things I know I've been struggling with and a few few as a network's been struggling with is we do some limited and extremely limited work with some youth and that are transitioning from high school to adult life. And that work has been, we've found very challenging in trying to figure out how to connect with them and who they are and, and go there. So any advice? Yeah, I think, you know, students in general, I think are probably going to be a little bit more challenging, but also, you know, I think trying to meet people where they are um, and making it a little bit more interesting and exciting. So like we've tried to, if we're trying to get to know someone, we might ask 20 questions or um, we might create like a scavenger, a getting to know you scavenger hunt so that someone can say like, what are, what is your main goals? What do you like best about work and developing things like that? I think we've seen that go a little bit further because we know if we get on the phone and say like, oh, so tell me about your, your, your interests, people might not have a lot, but if we give them, you know, talk about different industries or go through the career videos, it seems to kind of drum up a little bit more conversation. Mm -hmm. Those are great points. And I think we also have the unique opportunity where everybody's at home. So with their permission, we can ask them to give us a little tour of the things that are important to them in their house. Mm -hmm. And I think that sparks some nice conversations as well. Like Kate was saying, you know, someone had this interest in wrestling and it might not be directly related to employment, but it does speak to who they are as a person and their passions. And there might be some link in there that leads to something that could lead to employment. And so we have to look for all of the unique opportunities we have at this time, too, that we wouldn't normally experience. Thank you. So, so go ahead, Teresa, you got it. I was going to say, so uh, we have a hand. Hi, Chris. I'm just saying that there might, I was thinking that there might be a problem because some people would have, even if they did have, like, you know, the technology or something, some people might just have a problem with landlines and everything like that. And I suppose this is going to be taken care of, but that they can't see or they can't hear or something, you know, yeah. I suppose that's going to be taken care of. Yeah. I think, you know, each person, their communication is going to be a little bit different. So we've just been trying to meet people where they are, learning about what technology they have available, and then trying to kind of brainstorm for each person. Mm -hmm. Allie from Kencrests, you next. Hey, um, I don't have an answer for you, Joe, but I was actually raising my hand um, in, in terms of what Andrea was putting out for a discussion topic. So is that okay now, or do you want me to wait? Sure. So in terms of um, strategies, I was just kind of thinking of this and I thought uh, this forum might be a really good place to start to flesh it out. We have done reverse job fairs numerous times in the past and they've been, we have found them to be really successful. 
I know that there was a group that was doing, I believe at the very beginning of April, that was doing a job fair, but a virtual job fair. And we have been working to get some of our consumers to participate in that. And it really just got me to think, when we've done reverse job fairs in the past, we've done them through a grant because there have been some, you know, real world um, costs associated with that. But I was thinking if we did it virtually, there would be little to no cost. And we're already looking for new and innovative ways to interact with our consumers. So, um, you know, Chelsea had been noting in, in their um, strategies that resume development is key, but also making sure that it's like a modern format for that resume, maybe virtual resumes or electronic resumes are really on the rise. Would that be something that this group might like to do? If we could get a platform that's available that um, a number of our consumers could participate and we would invite businesses to come in and view their, either their portfolio or their resumes that were um, visualized or what have you, that that might be a really intriguing way um, to connect with businesses right now, but it would also give our um, customers and our staff some really, I think, um, positive practices to focus on right now when there's so much negative going on. I don't know, just wanted to put it out there. Yeah, I love that. I think that's a great idea. And Ali, I wonder going off of that suggestion, um, Zoom has the capability for breakout se um, sessions. So there might be a way that we could preload and set people up to have more individualized experiences or go to different rooms based on what their interest is, what the company is about or the job. I think that's, that's a great, great idea. Yeah, I don't know that much about Zoom um, and, and what all of its capabilities are. So that's really good to hear. Um, I don't know, would, if, if we want, um, what I could do is um, send an email out to maybe Teresa and Joe. You guys can forward it out or to Chris, not sure who. Then whoever wants to be in on kind of getting together and mapping things out, I'd be happy to get that organized. Yeah, I would love to help you, Ali. This is Chelsea. Coolies. This is Joe. Love the idea. Yes. Thank you for sharing, Allie. No worries. Thank you. Next up, we have Suzanne. Hi. Yeah. And going along with what Allie said, Bender Consulting is and ha has and is doing um, lots of this sort of thing with. Um, people with disabilities all over the country and it might be worth contacting them just to see how they do it. I think they're having one later on this month in April. I could, I could be wrong about that, but they've had a lot of experience doing that and they might be able to give you some tips and tricks that, that they've found that work well for them. The other thing that I wanted to mention is that you know, people have heard that maybe Zoom is not as secure as it used to be and, or, or isn't that secure during this time. They've made a lot of progress um, in terms of their security. And, and also remember that with Zoom, you know, one person can, you know, all the, all the um, things are usable 
on Zoom, whether you're on a phone or in a computer, so that even if you're on the phone, you can still break people out into breakout rooms and um, different things like that. So don't don't think that you have to be limited in terms of what Zoom can do if the only way that people can interface with you is through the phone. Great point, Suzanne. Um, and I just wanted to bring up, we've been using some other platforms to connect with people, such as Microsoft Teams and GoToMeeting, and there are closed captioning options that are fairly accurate, which can be really helpful if you're supporting someone with a hearing impairment. Chris, we see your hand is raised. I'm in the entertainment sector, and I've been getting gigs right and left on Zoom. Mm -hmm. I've been getting like, you know, going down to certain places and, oh, we're going to have this and, oh, we're going to have this night and everything. And I've just been getting them right and left. The only thing I'm worried about is they say that music doesn't go well through it. That is correct that music is a little bit more challenging through Zoom. However, there are other platforms such as YouTube and Instagram, IGTV, that can help with streamlining those as well. Oh. That's how we've seen all of the different live concerts happening or artists coming on and sharing their music in those methods. Um, Chelsea, Kate, and Andrea, uh, on an APSI call last week, or their webinar, they one provider shared how they were using USBs and, and mailing packets of information. Have you seen the need with those that you support to go about information distribution in that way? <laughs> Um, so we haven't gotten there yet. We have done a few mailings um, of some other documents that people needed, but um, I definitely think that's something that we kind of want to start exploring um, if someone doesn't have any access to technology or Wi-Fi or anything like that. Thank you. Um, I think another challenge that we've been experiencing is that oftentimes technology is used by multiple people in the household. So if someone else in the house is working from home, they might need the computer at certain times. So um, a lot of pre-planning is necessary to make sure that uh, the technology is available when we have an appointment with someone. Thank you for sharing that, Andrea. And that actually reminds me that we will be uploading onto Phila on the Job um, a resource that was shared on a recent webinar to how to help people with planning out the day and, and how to make sure that people can have a little bit more structure um, to help that momentum and help keep people 
in routine and and maintain you know because at this point a lot of people are they're past that honeymoon phase of all of this um so routine and structure is becoming more important ali i see your hand is raised yeah i just wanted to um speak to the the question of um the um uh like the thumb drives um that some people were utilizing oftentimes when we're working with people that don't have a lot of technology um what we've done is we'll go down with a packet of information now granted it means that we're holding on to an envelope then that we're passing on to somebody else so i for one i'm, I'm not going to say that there isn't some possibility of cross-contamination but for for many of our families um, many of whom english may not be their first language or reading um, you know family-wide might be a difficult skill um, what we've done is we'll go down with an envelope we'll ring the doorbell we'll put the envelope down and then family might come out onto the porch um, and then what we can do is is talk them through not necessarily like activities but if you know certain forms need to be completed or what have you we can kind of talk them through it which is a little bit easier and sometimes when they can at least see our faces <laughs> um it makes things a little bit more clear and again i know that um there is fear of cross-contamination in that sense but we have found that it's more um helpful than say sending the documents electronically um, and then just asking them to complete them. So we have found some um, benefit to doing that, particularly with our families that might struggle with academic skills. Yeah, I think we found the same that like, like seeing someone's face goes such a long way, just like your facial expressions and being able to kind of like point or gesture. I think people are really connecting with that more and then we can kind of guide them a little bit easier through activities and different things like that. Yeah, and I think it goes back to what Teresa was mentioning about, um, you know, establishing a routine is really good for your mental health. I think so much of the services we're providing right now are ensuring someone's mental and physical health is in good standing as well as, you know, providing guidance on employment because they're not going to be able to focus on their, their employment search or think about returning to work or even continuing to work if they are working through you know, COVID-19 right now if they aren't feeling well um, emotionally. And so we're really trying to help people ground themselves. So it might be establishing a routine, it might be um, finding other ways to connect with people in their lives, and if needed, you know, sharing any larger concerns with other people on the team or support coordinator. Um, but so we've been trying to really incorporate a holistic health um, perspective into everything we offer as well. That is so important, Andrea. And the more that I get on webinars and have discussions with people in general, I think it's bringing attention to the fact on how much employment and employment services really support and, you know, provide that holistic approach to life for people. Um, and also too, something I've been using this language for a while now and NAMI has really took off 
using this language too. And I think as of today, who is also encouraging it to use, instead of saying socially distant, using the term physically distant so that it can help people tap into other ways that they can socially connect with their friends and family and people um, in their broader community. I love that. That's a great way to like kind of change the conversation. Chris, your hand is raised. So there's been times when I just, when since my mom died, I didn't have anybody to tell certain little things to. And I found like three or four platforms to do it. Like jokes, you know. That's wonderful, Chris. Thank you for sharing that. Um, and I think something else we've been trying to do is uh, there's a lot of resources being shared right now about, you know, how to encourage good mental health, resources for people who need financial assistance during this time, mental health counseling. I've seen resources about helping for expenses for pets right now. Um, so we're really trying to share all the resources that we're getting with our team so that they can, if, if a topic is brought up with someone or their family, they can say, hey, I found this resource, let me share this with you. Um, so we're really, trying to, like I said before, expand just beyond employment, but really making sure everyone is safe and healthy and has access to the information they need right now. And filtering through misinformation, because there is a lot of that out there as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Um, I just wanted to take a minute to share on the screen for those who are on the phone. Again, this document is on Fill It on the Job. It's called Employment Services Through COVID-19. Um, and it kind of breaks down even more in, of what Andrea had shared. Questions to ask people listening for fear, anxiety, emotional needs, routine support, um, asking about their health, levels of activity, access to a variety of things. I know that access right now is huge. Um, especially I know in Philadelphia with limiting SEPTA, that is really big for people who don't have access to a car. Um, and then it, so it breaks down some questions to ask people um, how their transportation to work could have been affected um, and kind of bullets some information based on if they're working at essential or non-essential um, those experiencing layoff, furlough, decrease in hours, or self-selecting to stop working, um, as well as how to support the grieving process that comes along pretty naturally with um, a layoff or furlough of any kind. Yeah, I think this is a really great resource. Thanks for pulling that together, Teresa. Oh, you're welcome. 
and also to um, keep in mind your your local career links, but also um, because things are virtual, feel free to tap into those other career links across the state. I know I've shared with people that PA Career Link Bucks is doing a lot of virtual interviews with employers right now and virtual career events. Um, so that could be a great way to leverage that time for informational interviews as well. And feel free to share any resources um, with us and we can send it out. Again, we're trying to keep Phil on the job updated. Um, networks distribution list, I feel like continues to grow with resources as well. <laughs> yeah. And we've really been trying to look at all of this as an opportunity for learning technology that can use that can serve us really well in the future. So right now we're being forced to use out of necessity all of these different platforms that maybe we or people we support weren't necessarily familiar with, but this is going to really open up everyone to remote services moving forward, you know, when appropriate. But I think that that is really, you know, the future of our field and it's really out of necessity just kind of <laughs> kicking us off into uh, this new area. So we're trying to, to learn from this and figure out, you know, how might this move forward? We keep talking about when things will return to normal and it's not going to, you know, be on this date at midnight, everything goes back to normal. We're going to, you know, transition back into physically connecting with people and going back to the workplace and going on interviews. And there are going to be some people who are young and healthy and want to jump right back into it. And so we may want to continue providing some remote services to people who may be a little uneasy about going back to regular job development practices right away. Um, so just kind of thinking it as a, a tool in our toolbox. Thank you so much, Andrea. So I'm not seeing any questions in relation to career exploration. So I just wanted to take this time again to thank you, Chelsea, Andrea, and Kate for sharing. I think what you have to share is so valuable, especially right now. It's great to see people come together and, and share resources and how they're tapping into creativity right now. It's really the perfect time to leverage the creativity of your staff, of the people you support, of technology. Um, and as you said, Andrea, it's a great way to pave the way of the future for employment services. So now we just wanted to take a moment to move into the sharing portion of the forum where people can raise their hand and, and ask a variety of questions that they might have. Um, so as you might think of questions that you might have, I just want to direct it back to Chris, who has questions, um, will just connect to providers. So Chris Florence. 
Yes, hi. Uh, good afternoon again, everyone. I wanted to um, request every, I guess, employment lead uh, for uh, providers uh, in the Philadelphia area. If you, if you would contact me or email me with your contact information, I'm in the process of trying to gather, gather some information from you and actually uh, take time to speak with you just to see if there are some concerns or issues that you might have um, that we at AE possibly can assist you with. Um, so that's anyone who, who is providing um, supported uh, income services in the Philadelphia area. Please, please uh, email me back. I, I included that in the email, but I was specifically looking for people in, who are providing services in Philadelphia. So Christopher.Florence, F-L-O-R-E-N-C-E, at Phila.gov. So again, it's Christopher.Florence, at Phila.gov. So do, does anyone on the call have anything that they would like to share or questions that they have, topics maybe that are in their mind? Um, how can this community, how can this community come together to support you, to assist you? Are there ideas that you want to bounce off of this group? Teresa, this is Michelle from Networks. Hey, everybody. I've been relatively silent because I'm trying to capture all of your names and your organizations uh, for our registration. But I just had one thought that I wanted to share in regards to informational interviews. And I know that um, the folks at SPIN, thanks so much for sharing some great resources and information. You mentioned informational interviews right at the beginning. And I think this is a wonderful opportunity to be reaching out to those businesses that we know who are at home. Uh, it's not like we can go into a supermarket right now and have conversations. Um, we know they're essential employees, but there are plenty of people that we all know who own businesses. And I know I've been in, in contact with a few people. And I think that maybe there's a way that we could all share, what are we looking for? The, the individuals that we're supporting, what type of interest do they have? There's so many really cool businesses out there. And maybe we could be sharing some resources um, and businesses that we think would be worthwhile to connect individuals we support to. So just a thought. Um, why not share it amongst this group? If you're looking for something in particular, a particular kind of business, why don't you just ask and see who knows who that might be able to connect you to someone really cool that has some time on their hands right now. That's a great idea, Michelle. And to piggyback off of that, um, again, just tapping into those career links because I know that they are in contact with also so many different businesses um, that they might know who has that time and who would be willing to set up those informational interviews. So, but I, I love the idea, Michelle, of if people want to share some interests that those they support have and see how we can make those connections. Because at this time, people are used to doing a lot virtually. Um, you know, now is the time when people are finding out family lifestyles and the chaos of everyone being at home. Um, but it's, it's allowing people to connect more to the human side of everybody. 
and that might be a great way to connect across the state, across state lines, to find out information about an industry or an occupation or a company. Absolutely. Chris Rude, you have your hand raised. There's something called Common Space in Ardmore, and that's, you know, they're doing stuff through Zoom. Yeah. And and there's something called there's something on PHL about the businesses that are still open. Channel 17, that is. Thank you for sharing, Chris. Yes, I've seen a lot, and um, there is definitely a lot out there. So that's that is absolutely wonderful to hear of the variety of resources and ways that people are leveraging technology to continue to socially connect with people. Thank you all for joining us today. If you have a topic you would like to have discussed or learn more about, contact us. Um, we have the podcast up and running. You can access this through the Instagram fill on the job link or going to networksfortraining.org. All of these virtual forums are being recorded and transcripts also shared. We look forward to having you join us at 3 p.m. next week, April 22nd. Enjoy the rest of your week. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you for listening. We hope the information we provided was useful. If it was, please subscribe to our podcast channel. You can find all information about Networks for Training Development at our website, www.networksfortraining.org.